It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I'll be your guide for the next two hours of the program. Uh, before we get started, though, let me go around the room. I want to introduce everybody to the, my fellow patriots joining me today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Ah, oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Earl, do you remember last week I promised you and the studio audience that I was going to take that song and uh, and 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 actually bleep it out and get all the bad words ready? And I said it was going to be about a minute worth of bleeps. You remember that? Yeah. I haven't yeah. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. yeah I, I, I figure I, I played nine tenths of it right there. That was it. Yeah, that was it. That's that's <laughs> that's about all the that's about all the clean stuff you can do right there. Um, I think I actually I have some of it done. Perhaps uh, maybe next hour. Next hour we bring it up. I'll, I'll do it then. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you what I've got so far over here on the old uh, on the old uh, word processor machine of mine. So we'll take care of it. Uh, how's your week going? Everything going all right? Yes, very busy, very yeah, busy, busy, busy week, busy week. Moving world headquarters yep, is chaotic. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, you know, I, and it's uh, I think it's more difficult for the uh, for the actual ISIS members because they're so used to where we are in, when they report in yeah, for their yeah. at the ISIS welcome station. Yeah, like like everybody else, they're creatures of habit to, yeah. as as well. Listen, once we move the goats across the street, there'll be no more confusion. <laughs> they'll find them. No, no, they'll, no. They'll find they us. don't wear habits. They wear habibs. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja in the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for being here, Kevin. Kevin, how's the how's the week going? How's things going? How were things in the world of law this past week? Any uh, anything great? Anything astounding? We had a lot of new PI cases come in in the last three or four days. And uh, private investigators? No, no. Per- personal injuries. personal injuries. Personal injuries. Oh. Automobile crash. Gotcha. Gotcha. Two. Two people hit by DUI drivers. Same driver? No. Oh, okay. All right. Are, are these the uh, 1.30, 3 o'clock, whatever it was, yeah. in the morning? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the ones that you uh, we had we had uh, called yeah. you last week? Okay, yeah, so you finally got to meet with them. In the, yeah. Physically, everything all right? Going to be okay? Hopefully? Better? No, they're, they're maimed beyond words. Oh, that's exactly, <laughs> what, exactly what you want your PI lawyer to say. <laughs> exactly right. I can tell you this from personal experience, though. If you're going to get into an automobile crash... Have your personal injury attorney in the vehicle with you. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> that that works well. Funny that that's an ongoing joke amongst you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song that used to be "Lawyers, Guns, and Money." With Kevin, you only make one call. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. I, and I don't like the phone calls when they go, "Yes, uh, Kevin, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm in Belarus. Can you come get me? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to take more than a half an hour for me to get there. Okay. <laughs> I don't travel at the speed of thought. That's it. Yep. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Now, do you have your? Uh, I do. Belarusian license. I do. I I I. You know what? What you need in Bel- to, to get somebody out of Belarus is a cracker jack box. It's a large <laughs> wad of sweaty cash. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. For the, we've, you and I have journeyed to many of the uh, same countries and the same parts of the world, and 
It's amazing how uh, how cash is king. That's right. You know? Large wads of ready cash will get you out of a lot of things worldwide. Yeah, and cash if that doesn't king. right, and if that doesn't work, uh, a two by four with a nail on the end of it is usually pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty convincing. Using using that one. I have a I have a bag of money and a hammer. I also have a plane full of 24 well-armed and well-equipped <laughs> men who are going to come here and have a conversation with you if you don't let this man go. <laughs> oh, and by, by the way, I'm, I'm here on behalf of my government. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> my, name is yeah, agent, my name is Agent Lynch. Agent Lynch, yeah. You know, we had this conversation the other day. We, uh, we, uh, Kevin, we were at the uh, shop. That's right. Kevin Earl and I had the, had the fortune to meet with some, uh, some former soldiers uh, that we've all been associated with that I served with overseas, and... It seemed like every story came back to an Agent Lynch story. Alphabet, <laughs> alphabet guy. The alphabet guy. Alphabet guy. Yeah. There's an alphabet guy. What's your name? I'm Agent Lynch. What agency do you work for? Well, you don't really need to know that, do you? Uh, I, I work for the but government. That's the sixth time you ask the guy that, and he looks at you and he goes, what part of I'm not telling yeah. you don't you understand? Yeah, do you want me to contact your family on 123 Main Street and see how they respond? <laughs> uh, uh, no problems. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. No worries. No worries at all. Uh so, so we got uh, we got some good stuff planned this show for you. We're gonna have uh, we're, let's see the usual rundown. We have we have a, a attorney attorney Eric Friday. He's general counsel from Florida Carry. There was some uh, was some big news out of Florida this week that uh, we will we will bring to you. And this is this is an important one. And Kevin, I know you've taken a look at this already. I don't want to give too much away before Eric gets on, but I'm thinking. Um, this is not over. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Oh I, no. I don't, don't want to say any more than that. Let's say any more than that. No. But uh, this one's not over. No. It's, this is going, well, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a steal is thunder. Yeah. Lieutenant Bill will be on later in the program. We have Lieutenant Bill who's, uh, going to be bringing some more fascinating news from the, from the law enforcement uh, world and point of view. So that, uh, that's always interesting. Uh, he wasn't able to be with us last week, but he's back this week, I guess, uh, I, he said something about he had to he had to violate somebody's civil rights or something last week. He just got busy doing that. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't. Yeah, same old, same old. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, no, no, we kid, we kid. He doesn't do that. He he actually he's a lieutenant. He makes other people do it now. So it's no, no, he, he's no. Got I people kid, for that. I kid. He, he he directs. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He's a he's directing in civil rights violations. So that's it. Although there's been very little civil rights allegations here in the past. Uh, 38 days, 39 days. What are we at now? Uh, <laughs> oh, there's probably like a lot of 40. civil rights. Yeah. 40 days? Being honored. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike this ruling from the Florida Supreme Court. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh hey, he's hey, giving hey, it away. Hey, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, we have a, a, a Craig Deleuze. Craig Deleuze is with the Firearms Policy Coalition out in California, and they're, they're, they're rapidly growing into... The West Coast, the West Coast uh, Second Amendment Rights uh, uh, Foundation out there, uh, or Style Foundation, they they they're doing California, they're working on Oregon, working in Washington State, they're trying to move out towards uh, Nevada. Craig's been with us a couple of times now. Uh, we, we you guys remember Craig? We first met him back at uh, the Gun Rights Policy Conference uh, yep. at uh, at Alan Gottlieb's uh, event there. So he's been he's been a a great find to have on the program. He's got some really good West Coast updates for us. Did you see his movie? Did I see Craig? Yes. Listen, Craig also is, uh, he, he does some, like everybody else in California. He's also an actor. Yeah. Their, their, their first job is acting. Their second job is, you everything know, else. everything else. Yeah. Yes, right. yeah. What do you do? Well, I'm an actor and a CPA. <laughs> That's exactly right. Craig Deleuze. Yep. Superstar. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. You got to finish it with superstar like that. Come He's on. He's a ranger. <laughs> everybody else He's a that ranger. Is. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, 
We've got some other updates coming around the country. We've got, and we actually got some shooting tips we're going to get to a little bit later on. How competitive shooting, this is something that we've talked to you about before and we haven't talked to you in a little while about. So we're going we're gonna to tell you how, how competitive shooting develops your gun handling, your speed, your accuracy. So there, this is, and we'll get into it much deeper, but it's not the only thing you need. But it will help uh, mm-hmm. fine-tune some of those skills that, that you can use under stress. It's not everything. We've, we've, we've had this conversation before. Just because you can go to the range and shoot a hole in a target does not make you tactically proficient. So, so we'll, we'll get into I that can't, for sure. I can't shoot a hole in a target, but I am tactically proficient. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, stick around. we got a great program from, coming up uh, here for you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% it's off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT, S-I-R-T, training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to cruise over to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. Check out Big Mike Hughes' new free video series on the grip, gripping the firearm. Uh, this is for you as the shooter or you, or you as the instructor. You'll see how to align the pistol based on the feel of the gun and have the muzzle return to a consistent location shot after shot after shot. It's completely free and downloadable. So check it out today. It's nextleveltraining.com slash grip. That's nextleveltraining.com slash grip. Um, hey, on the line with us, we want to we jump right in here. We have uh, Attorney Eric Friday. He is General Counselor for, Counsel for Florida Carry. Uh, Eric, welcome back to the program. How are you doing this week? I am doing well, guys. How are y'all? We're 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 having a good week. Everything is going all right. Well, we're. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you how good our week's going after we're done with this segment. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we are. Um, all right. So what do we got? What do we got going on? What what's going on with the the news in Florida up there in the house with all the the, the pro Constitution, pro America, pro Second Amendment bills? Well, the first thing is we uh, we got through the first House committee with the shifting the burden of proof bill to make the state actually have to prove their case before they can try somebody who acted in self-defense. Um, so we've only got one more committee in the House to go, and then it goes to the floor, and it's already on second reading in the Senate. Wow. So uh, looks like this thing's going to pass this year, guys. That's good. That's good news. That's great news. It is. But that doesn't mean, if you call your representative or senator, that doesn't mean you don't need to mention the bill and remind them that you support it, and they need to support it, too, and they need to support the right to defend yourself from oh, criminal attack. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we all saw what one person can do in Florida if uh, if they decide they don't want to go through with the process. 
All it takes is one bad committee chairman. That's it. Exactly right. And he's without a job at the moment, but that's great news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's always a nice thing to hear that, that somebody's unemployed after making a bad vote. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so what else we got going on? What's, what's, what's the other news there? Well, coming up in just a few days on Tuesday, we're going to have several bills heard in the uh, uh, Senate. The two most important ones right now are uh, Senate Bill 616 and Senate Bill 646. Uh, 616 is going to require that courthouses allow you to check your firearm if you have a concealed carry license. Check your firearm. Now, you mean, you mean check, like, into a locker or, like, here, I've got my firearm. I'll be inside with it. Uh, like, here, let's put this in a locker. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So if you go to the court, you know, if this bill passes and you go to the courthouse and uh, you're carrying, you can walk up to the front door, tell security you got it, and they'll have to put it somewhere for you till you come back. Listen, which just and makes I, sense because now you don't have to walk across the parking lot with the uh, with the criminals, and I'm not talking about the defense attorneys. I'm talking about the actual criminals, oh. the guys, the guys that have been <laughs> the guys that have been arrested. Yeah, it's always a concern. Listen, we had I had it as a you know as a cop. You always that that one spot where you got to take off and go through, and you're worried about it, and you know now you've got uh, you've got that that ability to protect yourself all the way to the threshold. Well, and let me give you my prime example. I like to use woman coming in for a domestic violence injunction, and I'm I'm being sexist here because this is the reality of what's the normal. Right. Uh, right. Woman coming in for a domestic violence injunction, if uh, if her uh, person that loves her so much he he can't if he can't have her nobody else can, uh, he's got a guaranteed safe spot where he can attack her without any repercussions. Because nobody else is going to be armed there, and all the and almost all the police are inside the courthouse. You mean gun-free zones are dangerous to people? Imagine that. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Well, you know, we do have a bill that's been filed this year that says, uh, and we're, we're hoping it gets a good hearing, is uh, that says if a business bans guns, they're going to have a higher duty of liability um, to those who have a concealed carry permit and disarm because of their sign. Do you, you think that's going to make it to committee this session? You know, I, I, I don't know if it's going to make it to committee or not. We're definitely pushing for it to make it to committee. We, uh, we think it's the right thing to do. And you know, what's the argument against it exactly? Um, we're going to disarm everybody because we don't like guns, but we're not willing to take any responsibility for the natural results of our decisions. I don't think that's a very good argument. I think that's an argument that uh, – that is only made by those people who are so opposed to the right to bear arms that uh, they don't care about anybody's rights. I and can't we, wait. We've got well-established precedent in Florida that when you're a business, you do have certain extra duties when you create certain rules. Well, I, I think that, and, and this is going to be oxymoronic, but I think you're going to see that the insurance industry is going to step up and support <laughs> that bill because they want to find a way to limit their exposures so that I would love nothing more than for the insurance industry to come in and say, we support this bill. And uh, by the way, companies, uh, if we insure you, you're not going to have such a policy because we don't want the extra risk. Right. We're not going to allow you or we're going to drop your policy. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Listen, this, this is, uh, you know, we're, we're going to cover the wreck, but we're not paying all the medical bills because you weren't wearing your seatbelt. You made the choice to not use the safety of equipment given to you. And that's a well-established principle in Florida, and I don't see any reason why it shouldn't apply to uh, the right to bear arms as well. It's a, it's a comparative negligence argument. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what else have we got going up there? We know we, everybody's curious about uh, what's what's going on with the open carry bill and the campus carry. Uh, any, any movement there? 
Uh, neither open carry nor they've both been referred to committees, but neither one has come up for a hearing yet. Um, we have a couple of senators who we are a little bit concerned may not uh, be on board, and uh, I'm going to give them another week to make their decisions, and if they're not willing to come on board, then we're going to let people know who their names are. Right, right, exactly, yeah. We get them, get the masses, get the masses uh, amassing, basically. Because, <laughs> so. guys, I'll tell you, nothing will move a senator or representative more than hearing from their constituents. Emails and phone calls are vital because they know that people who take the time to email and call are people who take the time to get out and vote. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and listen, if you email or you call, that probably takes more time than it does to vote these days. So if they're willing to do that, you you know, listen, some of them, maybe they're willing to vote twice. I don't know. It depends on what side well, of the vote. I, yeah. I saw somebody commented today that on, uh, on our Facebook page that uh, votes don't matter, only money matters to politicians. That's not true. No. That is an absolutely incorrect statement. The only thing that matters to politicians is votes because votes are the only way they keep their jobs. Money is a secondary consideration. The only reason politicians like money is because money in allows them to advertise to get votes. Votes matter. Votes count. And, you know, we, we had a new poll come out of UNF today that said only – or said, said uh, claimed that 53% of Floridians oppose open carry. Well, they didn't bother to put in the news release that the percent of error on the uh, percent margin of error percentage on the poll was 3.14%. Right, right, and fifty-three percent oppose. Uh, and I told them, I told the news station today two things. Number one, rights are not subject to popular polling. There you go. And number two, I asked if these were the same people that did the polling questions for November. Right, correct, <laughs> correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah, that's, listen, if we say it's the poll, it has to be true. You know, there's nobody. You have to believe it. We said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we tried. We, tr- you know, there was a lot of polls in November, and. Uh, they weren't very accurate, guys. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were not. You know, but you know, we could talk about the politics all day long of it. But yeah, they. I, I actually saw this one of the stories today where uh, it was Miss Miss Wasserman Schultz, also of of Florida, and uh, she she was calling out uh, the 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 opposition, the, Mr. Trump and, and and his party and his side for spreading fake news about her. <laughs> I just oh. I just I oh, fell man. fell out of my chair. Fell fell flat out of my chair. I saved it. It's gonna it's gonna be a topic at some point. But uh, Miss Miss, uh, we lied to you, and uh, I got kicked out of my post with the DNC, and, and I'm and I'm now I'm gonna accuse you of fake news. So. Uh, she, she she's she's a special kind of individual. What can I say? Bless her heart. That's how you describe it. I think. Yeah, bless she, her heart. She's short That's but right. special. That's the appropriate thing to say. <laughs> south of the Mason Dixon line. Bless her heart. Yeah. yeah she knows you're what snozberries appro- taste like. You're not supposed to say tarted. I assume y'all also want to talk about the Norman decision that came out today. We do, and I'm going to tell you what we got. We got about 35, 40 seconds left for you to tease us with all it, right. and then we're, then we're going to go to a break, and we're going to come back and let you go. You and Kevin can go all at it, and I'm going to guard the windows and guard the doors, so make sure not, nobody else gets hurt. The Florida uh, Supreme Court today issued an opinion. It was a 4-2 to two decision with one justice uh, our newest justice did not take part in the decision, probably because he was not there to hear oral argument. Um, and so the Florida Supreme Court today said that the privilege of a concealed carry license is adequate protection of the right to bear arms. And that other than that, you have no right to bear arms in Florida, and there is no right to bear arms with long guns in Florida. 
And that is a direct contradiction of my interpretation of the Supreme Court of the United States yep. in Heller. Eric, hang on a few minutes for us. We're going to come back after the break, and we're going to get deep into uh, Norman versus State with you, if that's all right. Joseph Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Code Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, last segment, if you if you were, you were with us, we had... Uh, Attorney Eric Friday, he's general counsel for Florida Carry. He was giving us the updates on what has gone on, uh, in, or what's going on in Florida with, uh, with with many of the gun laws that uh, are, are moving through the House and, uh, and the Senate. There, he also has some information on us on the uh, Florida Supreme Court case on uh, Thursday that came out. Is Norman versus State, and it concerns open carry. And I'm going to hand it off to Kevin so you guys can uh, can do the thing. Just remember, there's some non-lawyers listening. That's yeah, all. Yeah, because he he told me remember non-lawyers are listening. I know lawyers that read this and went. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
So, Eric, what's, what was your initial uh, initial feelings on reading this? Well, my my initial feeling was I wanted to understand how Justice Quince, who has previously said any enumerated right in Florida must get strict scrutiny, uh, I wanted to know how she got around that because she actually in the past has called out by name another justice for failing to use strict scrutiny for something that was a fundamental right and said that intellectual honesty and stare decisis or let the rule, let the case be decided requires in Florida that we always use strict scrutiny for enumerated fundamental rights. And yet she signed right along with Justice Parente, who said that, well, we're just going to use intermediate scrutiny. And the, the truthful answer here is, but guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. This, these are Second Amendment butts is what they That's are. Right. That's exactly what they are. Did you get a chance to really interpret the dissent? Well, you know, the, the, one of the defining moments of oral argument in this case was when Justice Kennedy, who wrote the dissent, asked the, state, the uh, attorney for the attorney general's office and said, exactly what evidence do you have that says, you know, give me some evidence that banning open carry advances the important state interest of public safety? Because we all agree that public interest is an important our public safety is an important state interest. Tell me what evidence does the state of, does the state of Florida have to support this? And she said, well, because the legislature said so in 1987, and Justice Kennedy responded with, that's not good enough here. Yeah, and you would think that, that, that her response or her decision here would have, would have been different then. Well, you know, <laughs> the, the every, here's, here's the other thing. Every single court in the entire history of this country that has ever had the question before them is open carry the right protected by the Second Amendment has said yes it is yes and that's that's courts in about five six seven different state supreme courts in the history of our country have looked at this issue and every one of them have come to the same conclusion that the right to open carry is the right protected by the Second Amendment and even the day after we had oral arguments in Norman the Ninth Circuit issued its en banc decision in Peruta and in that case they said we're not sure what the right is but we know this if there is a right to carry outside the home constitutional or excuse me concealed carry is not that right because every court has always said concealed carry is a privilege to be regulated by the state and so it may be open carry, but we leave that to another day. Correct, correct. And let me just, uh, for, for the listeners, to paint the picture for you. We're talking about the difference between open carry and closed carry. And again, wherever you happen to be listening, if your state's fighting this fight, if, if, if it's not fighting it, this is something that definitely out of, out of Florida you're going to see move move beyond this. And we'll get we'll talk to Eric about that in a few more minutes. But it's when this... When the amendments were written, when this, when the Constitution came into into, into place in 1789, guess how much concealed carry there was? There was there was none, folks. There was no take your 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 your, uh, your cap and ball and put it in your shorts, you know, or, or put it in your Kydex holster behind your waistband. There was none of this. It was open carry, and 80% of that was long guns. You know, and if they had the pistol, it was in a nice external holder that kept it at an angle so your cap and ball didn't fall out. You know, for the most part. Or the wadding didn't work its way out when you when you were walking down the road. So this is the Second Amendment 
was open carry. That's what this was. I mean, am I, am I wrong, gentlemen? No, it, that, that no, is that, based on the technology of the time. The Second Amendment was to guarantee your ability to, to bear a firearm in any manner you so chose. You have it over your shoulder. You could have it in your hand. You, you could wear it upon your body. But it well, didn't. The courts, the, Go ahead. The courts even took it a step further. The courts at the time said that concealed carry was the method of the criminal and the ne'er-do-well. Yeah. That this was the method by, by which somebody could conceal a firearm, instigate a fight, and then draw the firearm after the other person they had instigated the fight with became the aggressor. And so for, for that reason, courts routinely said that concealed carry was not what the Second Amendment was intended to protect. Open carry was. An, and honest, was man, an honest man wore his pistol outside his pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. So what's so what's uh, Eric? What's this mean right now for everybody in Florida? Uh, you know, obviously, you could continue to open carry. This didn't this didn't roll back the sixteen exceptions or anything like that, did it? No, no, it didn't roll back the sixteen exceptions. But here's the problem: those sixteen exceptions are an affirmative defense, which means you can be arrested for doing them. But again, in Florida, having a concealed weapons permit is an affirmative defense. No, it's not anymore. Since we changed when? that statute a couple of years ago. Oh, well, I you get, we, I got to go tell a couple of state attorneys because they're still trying to use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, 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 need, they need to read the updated version of the statute. I believe that was 2014 that, uh, that, that reworded, the, uh, re- reworded 790.01 so that it now states, it now puts a person carrying without a concealed carry permit commits the crime rather than a person commits crime of concealed carry unless they have a permit, which made it an affirmative defense. What's what's the next step here? What happens? What what does Florida Carry do? What what does uh, what do the listeners get to do? What do we, what do we need to happen? Well, first things first is we do have 15 days to file a motion for rehearing. We had one judge, which would only give us three to four. We have right. one judge that did not participate in the decision because he wasn't on the bench when all arguments were heard. Right. That's Justice Lawson. Um, so we do have the option of filing a motion for rehearing, and then because there was a U.S. constitutional question, we also have the alternative of uh, petitioning for cert from the U.S. Supreme Court. And, and cert to the Supreme Court is probably the idea, given the current state of the pending Supreme Court. Yeah, because if, they're going to look well, at this and go, no, see Heller. Yeah. It's going to be a really yeah. long well, argument with a really, well, really short what decision. We have, what we do have is we have Justice Thomas, um, and before his death, Justice Scalia, each wrote dissenting opinions. Because the truth is, the lower federal courts and the state courts have consistently and repeatedly refused to give effect to the court's decision in Heller and McDonald. I mean, they, there's actually a law review article written by a lady named uh, Anne-Marie, I think her last name is Beard, um, and she, she wrote a great law review article a, few years, a couple of years ago about the federal courts and the state courts ignoring Heller. And Scalia and Thomas have each written this. And it's very rare that you get a dissenting opinion from a denial of cert. And we've had two of them now saying, we really did mean what we said in Heller, and we really (laughs) did mean what we said in McDonald, and we actually expect the lower courts to do what they're told. And so sooner or later, they're going to have to take at least one more Second Amendment case to really define the parameters of this right. And I think Peruta's a good candidate out of the Ninth Circuit. Right. I think that Norman is a good candidate out of Florida because here's the reality, guys. Fifty states in this country 
45 of them allow open carry. Right. 30 of those 45 allow constitutional carry, meaning no permit, no training, no nothing. If you can own the gun, you can carry it openly. And yeah. I think we may have just, I think there may have just become 31 on that, but 30 states say constitutional open carry. What's wrong with Florida? Why is Florida in league with South Carolina, New York, Illinois, and California? And California only joined that bandwagon a couple of years ago. And the answer to that, at least for Florida and South Carolina, is it is still a Jim Crow law that prohibits people from carrying without the permission of the state because that was a way to disarm African Americans during Reconstruction and on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Eric, um, it's it's we're gonna follow it. We'll be, we'll be with you. Just let us know what you need. You know, we we get the, we get the big reach there in Florida with you and. Um, uh, you know, we're we're there to help. This is this is ridiculous, and uh, and and uh, just let us know what we can do. We appreciate you coming on. And uh, next week, we'll have you back next week if that's all right with you. I look forward to it, guys. Uh, check them out. It's floridacarry.org, floridacarry.org, or you can go on uh, Facebook to facebook.com/slash Florida Open Carry. Um, and uh, and thanks for joining us. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment 
and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're, we're coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios, as we always do. Hey, I want you to do me a favor. I want you guys to reach out and check out Next Level, or not Next Level Training. You, well, check out Next Level Training. I want you to check them out, too. But I want you to check out Tactical Transition. Tactical Transition is a GunTech USA premier dealer. That means they stock every single item that GunTech USA makes. Been telling you about them for a while. To check out GunTech USA products and contact your dealer, well, guess what? Now you don't have to call the dealer. Now you can go straight to tacticaltransition.com. That's tacticaltransition.com and get everything you want from Tactical Transition and Gun Tech USA. Uh, hey, uh, story that I wanted to talk about. I th- I'm not sure we even mentioned it at the uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, this is one that I know uh, Kevin, uh, you know, Earl and I have all experienced. Uh, a lot of you have. We've heard from people on this topic. So we just want to, we've kind of gone over it once or twice. Wanted to give this one to you again. Um, traveling with the firearm. Uh, there was a, there was a case uh, recently out of Texas where the baggage handlers were arrested for stealing the guns. And it, it, Kevin, um, I'm not going to point any fingers or anything, but uh, I think the last two times you and I have traveled uh, across the country, you've been pilfered. Yeah, they they've when coming back from Shot Show, the baggage handlers basically took a bag full of memorabilia, you know, patches and pins and spirit coins and that kind of stuff that I had collected during the SHOT Show. Uh, they just decided to help themselves to all of it, took the entire bag. And and I've had my bag searched. Uh, my firearms are encased in a steel box, which are cable tied to each other and to the interior of my suitcase. So it's kind of hard to walk off with them unless you've got the key. And most of the time, the handlers don't have the key. They that, That's the TSA's responsibility. And I don't think we're going to have a problem with the TSA walking off with somebody's pistol. But uh, when they repacked my bag, they put somebody else's jacket in it. <laughs> I, I just, did did I got, it fit? It did, actually. Nice. Was, nice. Wait, is that that brown jacket you loaned me? No. No? Ooh. All right. Okay. All right. That is right. not yours. <laughs> it's my brown jacket. Um, the uh, I had a knife pilfered this year. I had a knife taken out. And um, um, I knew... I knew it was one of those where I had it on me the whole time. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to pack this gear so you don't have to worry about this happening. Uh, but it was one of those last-minute things. I had, I had worn it in the, in, the, in, the, in the side of the jeans there and put it in basically the outside pocket of the, uh, of the baggage. Just not thinking uh, anything, anything about it there. I put it in the, in the outside pocket. 
and I know I have procedures for packing this stuff. I've traveled as uh, as as military as law enforcement with guns uh, on the plane, uh, and I've traveled civilian. I've traveled law enforcement with the gun under the plane, just you know for ease of of of, of uh, travel at, at times was was the deciding factor. But I'm going to tell you, and you're, you're going to think this is crazy. Um, we'll go over some of the procedures to go around the airport, so you know because that's it's different from every airport to airport, but. The best way to do this, when you when you have your firearm, now if you travel with a firearm, it has to be in a secure and closed case. So you put it in a little lockbox or you put it in the, the case that the, the, the your Keltec PMR30 came in. It's got the little holes. You lock it or you, you, you put a little a strap lock around it so it locks. Well... Guess what? You know that's they're going to open that up uh, if they want to inspect. They're going to they're going to take that and and take a look at it. So make sure the locks are on it. Make sure it's a case that actually locks, not where oh I got a lock on one side but it's kind of flimsy plastic so I can open it up. I don't take them in in those cases. I put them in a little you know twenty five dollar thirty thirty dollar metal case that you get from a whole bunch of different manufacturers. Now here's the tip that you you're not going to hear anywhere else that nobody's going to nobody's going to have the gumption to tell you. Um, wrap it in dirty underwear. Wrap it in dirty underwear and put Ew. it inside that case. Your own or someone else? No, no. Now listen, it doesn't have to be dirty underwear. <laughs> but get you some underwear, you know, pull them out of the dryer, wherever you get them, and then take them and and throw them up and down on the garage floor and roll them into a ball and make them look dirty. All right, because nothing turns off thieves like, oh my God, that's dirty underwear. That's just it, it. It happens, and I could tell you from experiments from stuff we sent through, and I worked on this in this industry for ten years doing domestic security on this stuff. Stuff in dirty underwear doesn't get stolen. Okay, <laughs> now now the cops will go through and check. You know, with TSA, well, let's why is this wrapped like this? This could be something. And then they get they get there and they, they'll rely on the X-ray and they go, no, it's just a gun, and they'll put their gloves on. Uh, but the the baggage handlers they go to open and they go, that's dirty underwear. Screw this. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Um, and if I had been thinking, maybe that knife I could have taken and wrapped it in some underwear and put it in the side I'm pocket. I'm not entirely but. certain that it's not inside of your dirty underwear somewhere else in, <laughs> in your bags. Because, <laughs> you know, there's there's some things I'm not going to even look for. You know, I, I, I do have I do have that one uh, that that one set of underwear that does kind of stick me in the back now. So maybe maybe that's what that is. Maybe that knife is just caught in there and I didn't realize it. You just gone through the washing machine three or four times. Yeah. Knife is pristinely um, clean. When, when you go to an airport and you travel and you use uh, you take a firearm with you, it's going to vary. Uh, we've gone over this a couple of times. You know, some airports you go to and um, you're literally at the counter and you know getting your ticket. And you're checking in because if you've checked in with a firearm, uh, and and I always recommend checking in with a firearm at the counter. Don't try and do it at the at the little quick at check the curbside. The, or, or yeah, even though they've been the little machines now, the little ATM style machines. Because yeah, don't as soon use as the kiosk. right, as soon as you say no, when they say, "Do you have any of these items with you?" You know, or the, do you have any item with you that you shouldn't have, and you say yes, now you're flagged. Every time you fly with that airline for six months, you're going to get flagged. It always says, "Come on inside, buddy. We're, we're going to take. We're going to ask you again." Mm-hmm. Um, so you just go inside. Avoid avoid the you know the, the double line uh, wait. Go in there and tell them I'm I'm declaring because I, I usually try and say I'm I'm declaring a firearm. Because you don't want to be in the, you know, in the airport going, I'm declaring a firearm. You know, you, that's not, you know, because then people look at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and and sometimes you have to, you you got to lean in. Fire, gun, gun, fire, fire. Let me, or you draw it for them. Maybe a little cartoon or something for, for the people in the last airline we went with. But, um, and then they say, oh, here, write this piece of paper. This little, it's like a toe tag. is is red or orange. And it says, um, restricted item. 
Because they used to hang them on the outside and it said firearm. Well, guess what baggage handlers did at that and point? Steal the bag. Stole the, yeah, the, the bag would disappear oh, or the gun the, would be gone. Steal the whole bag. So then they changed it to restricted item, and it took the the baggage handlers about eight, nine seconds to figure out that that was what they were. Uh, and then finally they said, okay, now fill this out and put it in the bag. That way if TSA opens it for inspection, they they immediately know that, that it's there. But that's the check. They don't do the. Uh, can you uh, can you can you show me the firearm? Can you make sure it's clear? Where's the weapon in another container? And there's rules on the. Or I believe or the ammunition is it must be in the original packaging, separate yes, from the yes. firearm in its own yep. separate container. Well, no, it can be in the same like container. in the bag, but not in this, not in the lockbox. No, it can be in the lockbox. Oh, can it? Okay, yeah. it's uh-huh. got to be in its original packaging. Right. Yep. Yeah, which I've never done. <laughs> and listen, last time we came close, I think we put some 45 ammo in a 38 box, and I didn't. You know, <laughs> but I guess you'd really, really have to look hard as to long see as, that. As long as it's a factory-looking box, yeah, they're not opening it and inspecting, well, to make sure. Hey, this box oh, no, is, I, is I, marked 38 special. Why are there 45 ACP in there? I came back from Louisiana with an ammo box with a lock on it because uh-huh. I I'd done a lot. I was going to do a lot of shooting while I was out there, and she goes, "You you have too much ammo." No, I don't. It's under the weight. No, it's not. You can't have that much, ma'am. I'm I'm just going home now. I'm I'm not. I'm, I, what's the problem? What was wrong with you? I didn't have this problem coming here. Well, you can't have that much ammo. I said, all right. Well, I guess we'll have to weigh it. And I opened the ammo can and I took out one round and I put it on the scale and I said, that's the first one. <laughs> and and the and the woman standing next to her just turned and said somebody's name, and the supervisor came walking down the long aisle and went, what seems to be the problem? She's going to make him weigh each round of ammo separate so it don't prove it's too heavy. And he went, you can go. I'll take care of this. <laughs> and he took the ammo can, he put it on there, and he goes, well, that's only nine pounds. Yes, sir, it's, that'd be under 11. Well, you're good. Lock it. <laughs> yeah. Lock yeah. it. And now, was that the original container? That, well, it was an ammo can. It was the yeah, original <laughs> ammo can. <laughs> See, I, and I've never, uh, until this last year, we kind of tried. But other than that, I've had everything in an original Ziploc bag. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all they've, they've ever come in with me. You know, hey, why do I need? To, I don't have that box anymore. This is twenty-seven rounds in this gun. I, what am I going to carry around an extra box for? It's just ridiculous. So, um, secure your stuff when you put it inside the bags. And I'm telling you, the crumbled up, you know, drag your underwear across the carpet or, or across the uh, the garage floor and get it all nice and na- nice and nasty. It works, folks. Um, do that with the knives. Do that. Do that with any valuables you're traveling with, because nobody wants to go sticking their hands into your dirties, uh, your, your dirty dainties there. Uh-uh. Um, nope. So, nope. so it works. Uh-uh. Um, and listen, that's the first half of the program. We got uh, we got more good show coming up. Second half, Craig Deleuze from Firearms Policy Coalition out west. We've got Lieutenant Bill will be with us, and uh, and and just you know more great stories. We're gonna have some firearm training tips also for you with the uh, with uh, why you should. Why you should train? Why you should? Why you should go to the range and do competitions? Because it does help you in your tactics. So, uh, please uh, join us back after the uh, top of the hour here. Until then, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the 1 million
millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max Law Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max Law Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max Law Orlando. Gun problems? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. It's a good-looking good uh, audience there. Oh, I appreciate that. They yeah. getting all seated in there like that. That's uh, that's pretty, especially after the break. They they all want to run around. They think they got an hour. Yeah, they, they get think, rowdy. Think they, they got an hour. We got to we got to whip them back down. Hey, yep, for the, it's, it's it's there's benefits of being the uh, the most well armed radio broadcasts. You know, when you tell somebody to sit down, <laughs> guess what they do? They tend they tend to have a seat. So. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, listen, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am the host and driver of the Winnebago. Let me go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, great 
great, 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 great. No, that's too many. Just he, seven. He's the seven times great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. And we just say super. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Super I, I think that would be seven greats equals a super, right? So you That's could just right. say the super grandson, the super grandson. I, I just shorten it down to G seven. The G seven. Or let me hear, the, let me hear your uh, your intro song there again, real quick. Let me hear that. Let's see if Kevin walks on it this time. <laughs> Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. I've been, I've been teasing. I've been teasing. I said I was going to give you a Brunch. give you a little bit of the uh, of that song right there. If you've never heard that song, that's uh, like a boss. Uh-huh. Um, Earl's the boss at the uh, the World uh, World uh, uh, ISIS Reception Center out there on the uh, east side of Orlando, and uh, also the Arms Room Manufacturing Facility and uh, and Daily Shenanigans Factory. Um, so he's he's the boss out there. Shenanigans, shenanigans. Oh, 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 oh. Um, and I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep it through. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the song and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it so you can hear it. So I, I actually I actually have it here. I've got I've got the the first uh, 10 15 seconds of what I, what I was able to do for it. So let me let me get this going here. This is there's this is the song. If you if you I don't know if you can hear that. It's it's all the it just comes through rather 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 nicely. So Hey, I recognize that tune. It is. It is. It's pretty catchy. It uh-huh, is pretty catchy. Uh-huh. So Uh hey on my left, uh, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. You know, that, that sounds the sound I hear in my head sometimes when I'm in the court, and I can't say what I really want to. <laughs> I, I hear it, but it kind of it kind of, it kind of hears like uh, like all those years in tanks and guns and everything. It, it, sounds like, it sounds like this to me in my head. For everybody at home, it's like, it's, that's what it sounds mm-hmm. like in my head. Tinnitus, not <laughs> <Yeah>. so much. <laughs> I, I get that all the time. Sometimes, I was at, I was at the airport this past week. I had uh, traveled out to be with our friends out at Next Level Training, and... Uh, at the airport, there was a tone going off uh, by one of the gates, and I just, just thought, oh well, I guess that ear's ringing again. Yeah, I just really, <laughs> really didn't think about it. And um, and 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 the, and the young lady standing next to me said, oh, I wonder if they're going to turn that off. And I went, can she hear it too? I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> How wow. can you hear what? Guy, it must be really loud. She can hear it from inside my head. <laughs> my ears are getting bad. Other people are hearing it. That would that would have finally stopped. I said, you know, you know, now I kind of miss it. <laughs> kind of miss it now. So I uh, just got comfortable with it. Yeah, it was just, it was like a warm, comfortable friend. You know? Now like I miss a blanket. It. Now I miss it. No, will be for you. No, no, not at all. Uh, Earl, uh, at a break, we were talking uh, when we were over there rounding up the uh, the studio audience about the uh, Massachusetts. Got a new story come out. You were, yeah. you were showing us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a legislature legislator. In Massachusetts, wants to add a sin Listen, act. To Earl's defense, putting those two words together, yeah. that's you, you'll bite yourself. <laughs> Legislature Massachusetts, that's not uh, yeah. an easy one. You uh-huh, can throw Mississippi uh-huh. in there and you're done. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> so. so go, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. They want to add. Uh, she wants to add a sin tax. Sin tax on guns and ammo and even gun parts. So syntax, you're not you're not referring to small bits of code no, in, in a computer ta- or nothing like not, that. No, I'm not referring to syntax. Okay. Sin. Syntax, not syntax. S I N. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. And space. T A X. Yes, yes. Leave it to the lawyer to spell it out. of she wants to add 4.75%. Now this is also on top of you know, the normal sales tax, which right. there happens to be 6.25%. So basically, there looks like she's going after if we can't outlaw them, we're going to try and tax them out of existence. Well, understand the logic. 
Yes. There's a tobacco tax uh-huh. that's used to cease the use of tobacco mm-hmm. because tobacco use is an addiction. Mm-hmm. So she wants to treat gun ownership <laughs> like it's an illness and give you money through this fund that she's going to create with this tax to treat the mental illness of people who want to own guns. So in essence, you will be funding the ceasing of your own rights. Listen, I would say... I won't be. But yeah. I'm just, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm I, saying. No, he's I'm not saying. saying. He's just saying. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I would say that not a, not a chance in heck of this passing. But uh, but then again, it's in Massachusetts where, where the, they, they believe that... Uh, there, there's such thing as the Ruger 22 rifle assault rifle, you know, you know with mm-hmm. the with the way their laws are written. Uh, you know, the training gun that you hand for for all children when it's time to pop squirrels in the backyard, uh, legally for hunting. This is not in living in the city, by the way. You know, oh look, Paul, there's a squirrel on the wire. No, yeah. no, that's not what we're talking for dinner kind of stuff. Talking for dinner kind of stuff. But anyway, uh, they, they think that this it's a syntax. So and I'm okay. All right, listen for maybe for for tobacco. Um, because the healthcare, you know, you, you want to take it in. Well, we'll, re- we'll, we'll recover some costs through the tax for healthcare for tobacco and for alcohol, perhaps because the healthcare costs are going to rise because then we have to take care of you and you're going to run out of money and nobody's going to cover you. But, um, if I recall, Kevin, help me out here. You are, you're an, you're an, uh, an attorney, pretty good one. Um, thank you would, for would, that vote of confidence. Well, that's, you know, that's, I'll give you pretty, I said pretty there. I said um, well, which I'm, I'm I'm all right looking. Which which amendment guarantees my right to cigarettes and beer? Uh, none. None. Okay, I just yeah, want to check uh-huh, on that. Uh-huh, okay, check. Uh-huh. Just want to make sure that was yeah, there that because was clarifying. I'm pretty sure we got one that covers the whole uh, whole firearm issue, the whole arms issue. So mm-hmm. um, this uh, I would say this there's not a chance in like I said not a chance to hell this passing. There's uh, many states have many laws that preclude this from from occurring. Um, Washington State's going through this. Remember at Chacha we talked to Mr. Allen Gottlieb about it that. The, the city of Seattle wanted, or they they have their they have their special taxes now. They're going to EPA tax every round of ammo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, so there's... you have to pay it beforehand. Then you have to bring the spent casings and pay a lead abatement fee for having left the bullet somewhere in the environment. Oh, it's a, and it's a self-reporting. So if you don't come in, they will assume you burned them all, and just send you a bill because <laughs> they're keeping track of every round you buy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's really gonna work out well. Really gonna work out well. Um, all right, uh, listen, uh, we've got uh, we've got some uh, some more great uh, program coming up for you here. We've got uh, coming back next segment with us, Mr. Craig Deleuze. Craig is the uh, Craig is Craig's the, Craig's the, the the spokesman, the the media representative there for the Firearms Policy Coalition out in California. I believe it's a uh, it's actually. Um, FirearmPolicy.org, if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah, we have the face for radio. He has the face for television. He's a, listen. He got the face for movies. We're going to ask That's him. Right. I mean, we've never put we've never put him on the spot to talk about his acting career. We're going to put him on the spot this time. So if you want to if you want to hear Craig go, oh shucks, guys, don't ask me that. Stick around. So, <laughs> you listen, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We will see you after the break. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, 
but because it can take most popular handgun magazines so in that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance curiosity turns to pure adrenaline innovation performance caltech see more at caltechweapons.com hey mike ready to go to lunch no not today i'm going to get some trigger time in you're going to the range nope I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. And welcome to the next level training segment of the show. It's the second one. I know that. I know that. Uh, be sure to cruise over to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And check out Big Mike Hughes' new free video series on gripping the firearm. This is for you as the shooter or you as the instructor. You'll see how to align the pistol based on the feel of the gun and have the muzzle return to a consistent location shot after shot after shot. This is a comp- completely free and downloadable video series. Check it out at nextleveltraining.com slash grip. That's nextleveltraining.com slash grip. Um, hey, on the line with us, we have a, a you know good good friend, new friend. Uh, welcome to the program. Welcome back to the program, Mr. Craig Deleuze. Craig is with the Firearms Policy Coalition on the West Coast. Craig, how are you doing today? I am busy being blessed. Oh man, isn't it? Uh, is it you having a great weekend out there so far? Is it going all right? Oh, you know what? After after weeks and weeks of rain, we're finally getting some sunshine, and uh, it's uh, it's it's feeling kind of good. We got rain coming up in a couple of days, but right? We're, we're dealing. We're, I'm just enjoying the sunlight, sunshine right now. Now, when they change the weather like you like that out, uh, change the weather like that out there in California, how much do they charge you for that? <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some kind of tax or something, right? They need they got to pay for some bridges or something <laughs> yeah, that they neglected it, it, it or worked into the cost of living, sir. It's <laughs> yeah. Worked into the cost of living. It's, just, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the it's part of cost for cost of being here, I guess. I have uh, I have been and you met them all, all when we were together. Um, the, our friends at Next Level Training, they're up in Seattle. I went out there over the past weekend, did some stuff with them, and it was like 30 degrees when I got there. And I'm coming from from the the sunny Florida 85, and I just you know I laughed at them. I showed up in shorts. They were like shorts. What are those? <laughs> and it was uh it was great. And now now I send them all. Uh, I go through the the roster of all my Next Level Training phone numbers. And every day I just send them like a picture of the sun with the temperature underneath it, just, <laughs> just, just to uh, let them know. You're one of those. <laughs> yeah, friends. exactly right. Exactly right. So. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> yeah. So Craig, what do we got going on out there? What's uh, what's 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 news in the world of the behind the iron curtain, uh, behind the wall out there in California on the West Coast? Well, you know, it's, it's always interesting stuff. Uh, you know, just to kind of start off real quick, uh, the state of Washington is pretty much. Uh, have told the builders of the West Coast Wall to go uh, to go jump in a lake. Yeah. Uh, so they've done a very they've done a very good job. Most of the anti anti gun measures that have been introduced in the state of Washington are already dead. Right. So that uh, uh, kudos to the citizens of the state of Washington and to our guy up there, uh, Phil Watson, uh, who's uh, who's you know fighting the fight there in Washington. I think now, I think Oregon, it, you, you tell me if I'm right and with with Washington when they had. The I-594 and the 595 passed, or was it 294, 594, 595, when that got passed, I think a lot of people said, uh, oh, crap, uh, and, and they really became activists afterwards. Now, there was a lot before, uh, and, and of course, they had the Bloomberg money behind them, but I think a lot of people now are, you know, they're standing by asking, well, what are you guys going to try and pull on us this time, and we're, so we're ready for you. Exactly, and you're starting to see a lot of the, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the bills now are actually... Uh, providing exemptions and basically a lot of the good bills are actually knocking a lot of holes in that particular in that particular that particular measure correct correct um, so now the state of Oregon not so much yeah 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 they haven't learned their lesson yet 
they they have not. You know, the state of Oregon is kind of interesting because you've got some really good bills, some really interesting, and then you got some that are really bad. Right. You got one like, for example, gun violence restraining orders. Now, for those of you who do not know what a gun violence restraining order, here's what it is. It's basically where uh, someone, uh, a relative, doesn't matter how distance mother, father, cousin, third cousin, fourth cousin, twice removed, by marriage right. or by birth, uh, anyone you've uh, slept with, anyone you are sleeping with or have ever slept with, uh, or, you know, any roommate that you've ever lived with, yeah. can go to the court and basically say, yeah, that guy's a danger to himself or others, and oh, by the way, I think he bought a gun in the last six months. And the judge can then determine that, well, you know what, this person is dangerous. So therefore, they issue what's called a gun violence restraining order, which basically means you lose your gun rights. Oh, and did I forget to mention that you don't know anything about this particular hearing? So you could be, and Kevin's got that look on his face like, are you, are you, are you kidding me? So you could just be, you could be at work having a good old time, and, and the ex-girlfriend can be, you know what, that dude bought a gun, and I, and I got a fear for my life, and uh, I, I, I want the guns gone. And this hearing could happen with you in absentia, without even being notified. Exactly. Whoa. You just, yeah, you just a, hit the nail. You just hit the nail kind, on the Kind head. of a star chamber thing going on, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's. It's so. It is so crazy because I mean, it, it doesn't just violate your Second Amendment right, but it violates your right to due process. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, you are deemed guilty until proven innocent. You have to go to court, and no one tells you, well, okay, so how do I prove that I'm not a danger to myself or others? No, no one tells you how to do that. So anyway, that's one of the bills that's being considered in the state of Washington now. I mean, in the state of Oregon now. On the other side, now this is, you guys will love this one. So you know the Oregon governor, uh, uh, Kate Brown, decided that she was going to issue uh, an executive order basically banning all state employees from having a firearm at work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, a gentleman, uh, one of the members there, decided, well, since she did that and didn't exempt uh, oh. her security detail, right. he's going to defund her security detail. Right. Nice. Oh, yes. Nice. I'm loving it. Nice. <laughs> and by the way, only her security detail. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, because she's the one that wanted it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, Mundo. Figures, you know what? If you just believe that guns are that dangerous and you don't want your security people around you with guns, well, then maybe we ought to protect them because there's definitely going to be a lot of people who aren't going to like you very much. And, uh, you know, you go do your thing without any security. No, they can have security, but just have their firearms turned in and they can be issued a bong. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Just chill out, dude. You know, it's Oregon. (laughs) It's a... Relax, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that that's uh, that is uh, that is pretty much about it. <laughs> you know, and then here in California, they're looking to extend out uh, even further the the Gun Free Zone Act. Um, in the state of California, a couple of years ago, they passed SB 707, which removed the exemption for concealed carry permit holders from the Gun Free Zone Act here in California. And now, what they did do though was they left it up to local school districts to decide. You know, if they wanted to approve, so in other words, they could still approve for people to, with concealed carry permits to carry on campus. Well, about five school districts out of over 1,000 decided that they were going to pass policies allowing for concealed carry on their campus. Most of them are rural, can- are, are rural school districts. You know, they had some additional training requirements. Right. And, you know, it was still up to a specific approval, and those each person had to request it. Um, and yet, 
they still are like, well, wait a minute, five school districts out of a thousand, half a percent decided that they weren't going to do what we wanted them to do or we thought they should do. So we're going to now take away uh, that ability. So that's a bill that's been introduced in the state of California. Um, as you can see, when they take about just about everything else, the, the true wackiness starts yeah. to uh, uh, arise. That's that's just that's crazy. We're, we're going to abide by the, this law you've created and put over us, and we're going to follow it to every rule and restriction, and, uh, and and then when we do it that way and you still don't like it, you're going to go change it again. Oh, my God. It is so it is so bad. It's like every single time you comply with the law, they call it a loophole. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you comply, you don't comply in a way they want you to comply, they call it a loophole, and now we need to close that loophole, even <laughs> if that's specifically the way it was written. Even though they, they campaigned and they drew it up exactly like that, and they said, hey, this will still give local control. Yeah. Well, that's... we're going to take that away because, you know, you you didn't – we want to control you, but we want you to do what we tell you to do so that we don't have to control you and make you do what we, what we want you to do. Yeah. So, yeah, life behind the West Coast wall. Yeah, behind the wall. Behind the wall. Now, now, there are some good things coming out of California. Yeah, Craig, tell me about the N-word. <laughs> yes, well, as you guys know, I am uh, I am an actor. Uh, you know, I think as everyone in California pretends to be. Um, <laughs> you are quite a lesbian. You are quite it is a not a career thing. It is not a career thing. In other words, it's, it's a hobby that I do that every once in a while makes me some money. And I have a movie that's actually been accepted into a film festival called The N-Word. And I'll just leave that at that. There, there you, you go. You knucklehead. We did have one really big, uh, one really big actual uh, court victory. And it was dealing with, are you guys familiar with the Publius case? Have you guys been reading about that at all? Yeah, we, yes, we have. Yes. yes, we have. Yes. So basically, we had a, a member of ours, His name, he's a blogger by the name of uh, Right Winger. And after uh, the gun apocalypse bills passed last year, were passed by the legislature, he decided that since, you know, members of the legislature, since these folks want to put our names on a list, uh, uh, for public record, we figured, well, why not put their names on a list for the public record? So he basically, you know, went scoured throughout the internet, found all of the members' names, addresses, phone numbers, and uh, created what he called the Tyrant Registry, That's and it. listed all of their name, addresses, and phone numbers. Now, mind you, all of this information he found online—it's already public record. Public record. He just did it. Craig, we gotta we gotta hold on for a break. Can you hang out with us a few more minutes? I sure can. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. 
Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs this commercial has been paid for by the arms room you're listening to arms room radio live from the Caltech studios got a question for the guys you can call tweet email or message them by going to armsroomradio.com now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, on the line with us, we still have Mr. Craig Deleuze, uh, a part-time hobbyist actor, Craig Deleuze. Um, we give, that's a little plug there, Craig. We're going we're gonna to hit that again before we leave. Because, um, okay, listen... We we we're we're impressed by it because listen all, this this is the acting we get to do right here behind the radio and you should see our facial expressions it's amazing it's amazing um, no it's not yeah absolutely not absolutely not so uh, we're we're talking about what's what's going on out in uh, California with the California uh, your, your gun rights advocates won this big court case out there uh, concerning uh, releasing of certain information publishing of certain information so I'll, I'll let you pick it back up from there. Exactly. So basically, right-winger says, you're going to create an ammunition registry, so we're going to create a tyrant registry and include the names of all the legislators who supported this legislation. So basically, the legislature's attorney sends a letter to WordPress, who hosts this individual's blog, and tells them, you need to take it down. Law says you need to take it down. It's illegal to post this information. And so WordPress shuts it down. Correct. He, call, uh, he calls us, and we sue the California legislature. <laughs> well, this pat, this week we uh, we won a temporary injunction, so we got a, a temporary injunction. Which, by the way, you only get in cases like this if you are if they if the judge deems you are likely to be successful in your challenge. Basically, saying that look, the legislature, in its face, in its legislation, said we're going to create a public registry for ammunition. So you guys, so for your information to be made public, your personal information, yeah, that, that, that's kind of pertinent part of, of, of free speech. The other thing that it noted was that it was a little disingenuous for the legislature to, that, by the way, compels all of this information to be provided and made public to then get upset when somebody just puts all that information together and puts it in one place. Um, anyway, it, it, it's a big win. It's a big win largely because the legislature seems to think that they can do whatever they want. They seem to think that they can break all of our constitutional rights in order to in order to keep us from being able to exercise our Second Amendment rights. They want to go after private property yeah. rights. They want to go after due process. They want to go after free speech. And it's nice to see that the courts 
uh, at least, seem to be the, the one place where we seem to be having some success in standing up for civil rights. And, and that's what this was. This I don't think this was uh, so much the gun rights victory. It was a gun rights advocates victory, but it wasn't a gun rights victory. This was saying, you know, and this is a federal judge out there, or federal court, that, uh, listen, the, the playing field's level. You know, now, again, if it's been a strict Second Amendment, we know which way that had gone, but this this was a... Uh, uh, listen, your your personal freedoms uh, and your forms of political protest, they're, they're the same on both sides of the table here. Exactamundo. Um, Craig, uh, thank you for joining us. I know it's firearmspolicy.org, firearm, or firearmspolicy.org, but uh, tell, tell them again where everybody can be watching out for the new movie, uh, The N-Word. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be at the uh, the Sacramento Film Festival. Uh, and then uh, we, we did have it online for a while. We actually had to take it down as a result of the film festival. And there right. are going to be a couple of other film festivals where it will hopefully be seen soon. Outstanding. Craig, thanks for joining us, and, uh, and stay safe out there behind the wall. All right. Take care, sir. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Daryl D. Kassan died March 4th, 2007 serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Kassan, 43, of Florence, Arizona, was assigned to the 259th Engineer Company, Arizona National Guard. He died in Tikrit, Iraq, of wounds sustained when an improvised explosive device detonated near his vehicle in Baji, Iraq. Kassan worked as a corrections officer for the Arizona Department of Corrections for 18 years. The Tucson native was deployed with the Arizona's Army National Guard, 259th, engineer company based in Phoenix, and he was a member of Alpha Battery, 2nd of the 180th Field Artillery Battalion. Kassan is also survived by a daughter, Lisa Varnes, two sons, Jeremy and Dale, two grandchildren, and his wife, Lisa. Army Staff Sergeant Daryl D. Kassan, you are not forgotten. Okay. Kevin, thank you for uh, for uh, sponsoring that segment again, as, uh, as always. It's a uh, at, uh, this was this one was a referral. This was another National Guardsman. This was a, a referral, and it just happened to work out date-wise. So My pleasure. Um, appreciate that. Um, if, if you got any legal questions whatsoever, you can give me a call at the office, 407-480-2179, or myself, 407-467-4960. We are a full-service law firm. We have everything from criminal matters to divorce to personal injury. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again. Um, we have, we have we're moving right along here. We have Lieutenant Bill joining us on the line. Lieutenant Bill and and, and now Lieutenant Bill, I apologize uh, for for getting you a little 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 out of order there. Um, hold on, we're waiting we're waiting for Lieutenant Bill's music here. Lieutenant Bill's music. There we go, Lieutenant. There we go. There, there it is. I'm busy over here. I know. Got a, got a rowdy crowd. I know. I see it. I see it. Show him the gun again. Show him the gun again. It's a water gun, folks. Full of vodka. Don't worry <laughs> a, about it. It's, actually, that's what they I, want. I think that's actually the. T-shirt cannon that he's got. <laughs> the T-shirt, the T-shirt cannon <laughs> gun. Don't don't That's... let him use that to you too close though. That will leave a mark. <laughs> who's, who's showing the gun, Earl? Well, yeah, he's actually rolled his he's sleeves a, up a, to his shoulder he's... and he's going, check out these yeah. guns. He's brandishing. Oh, a, oh, a I, gun. I thought he was showing off his single stack again. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, well, when he shows his arms, that is a single stack. Well, uh, one arm's a single stack. Uh, the other arm looks a lot beefier. I don't know how that happened to him, but it, bowling. A, Oh, Paul, he's a bowler. He's a bowler. He's a bowler. <laughs> okay, you owe me now. You owe me big now. Because uh-huh. that's how fast I am. Lieutenant, first off, how's, how are things? Are things safe for you? Everything going all right down there? Uh, well, down here, it's it's been busy. We've been okay. Uh, it's, the rest of the country has been uh, experiencing 
some issues. We've we got uh, about uh, doing the law enforcement. We got about three minutes left in this segment. Then hang out with us during the break. Then you're coming back next segment with us. Let you finish up, and then we've got. I want to get your help with us talking about a uh, little bit of how competitive shooting actually can help you with your tactics. So so go ahead. What what do you have new for us today? Well, what we have uh, is is coming a story coming to us out of Miami, and the reason why I picked this story is I want to remind my brothers and sisters in blue that not only are we supposed to enforce the law, we're supposed to obey the law as well. Uh, and this story comes to us out of Miami. Uh, there is a uh, army U.S. Army major uh, who is uh, studying at the University of Miami. Uh, while he was out teaching his uh, his uh, daughter how to drive. Uh, he started noticing, you know, police cars uh, illegally parked. Right. Now, when we as law enforcement respond to calls for service or emergencies or, or things like that, we can, spark, uh, we can park irrespective of, of what the traffic laws are. However, uh, when we're not doing that, uh, we're not above the law. We're right. there to enforce the law. And uh, what he's done is, is he's had over 125 complaints since August of last year of officers just arbitrarily parking however they want to. Now, we don't know if they were on calls or, or they they were just parking however. Right. But I've had to deal with some issues with my own people. But, you know, guys and gals, you're out there, you're driving a patrol car, you're driving a, a huge billboard, yeah. and you're representing your agency and you're representing yourselves and your brothers and sisters. And you know, how can we in good conscience go out there and enforce the law if we feel that we're above the law, and this and this is what causes a lot of the animosity between the public and law enforcement. Is uh, you know we we tend to take advantage of some of these things. Yeah, and it, it, it doesn't represent well the parking issue. And listen, and and, and we'll we'll get back to it. But um, the, folks, we're not talking about the they, they uh, there was an emergency call. They parked in the emergency lane out in front of the the plaza or in front of the store or whatever, and then then they then they go inside and take care of business. Uh, we're talking, we're you know that's that's what we're that's not the one that Bill's focusing on. What we're what we're focusing on is uh, parking in the same emergency lane because it looks like a long walk to Subway from the the other end of the parking lot. That's not that's exactly. not w- w- what it should be. This is these this is for for for. For vehicles that should be there, and and Bill, I'm going to put you on the spot when we get when done with this. We got only got a minute left, and it's not time enough for the story. But uh, but I'm going to ask you a question that I know you know from the past, from one that uh, we experienced together in a parking lane violation. But um, but, uh, but 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 uh, go ahead. We got we got about a minute left here, so I'll let you I'll let you touch on that some more before we hit the break. You know, again, it's it's we're out there. We're enforcing the laws. We're we're governed by statute, just like anybody else. We have a driver's license, just like anybody else, and and we're supposed to do this. And when we do that, it sets a poor example. Uh, you know, officers are driving without their seatbelt. If they're parking irrespective of what the laws are, if they're, they're speeding because they think they can. Uh, these are the things that we as supervisors need to instill in, into our subordinates and that the officers themselves need to remain cognizant that I'm driving a billboard, I'm wearing a badge, I got a, a patch on my sleeve, and I'm, I'm representing my agency. Uh, it's embarrassing, and we don't want to do that. So, folks, when you're out there, listen, if you're not on a call, if you're not responding to an emergency, you know what? Go park in a regular parking spot. Exactly. It's, it's just that simple. Bill, I want you to hang out with us through the break, but go ahead and take us into the break if you would. Well, my brothers and sisters, we'll be right back with you from Arms Room Radio at the Kelsec Studios.
This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast-to-coast coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. I'm coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Can you, can you believe it, Ernie? Last segment? Last segment, Ernie? It just comes Time up, sneaks up. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it just comes around, comes around. So, uh... Uh, we got a, we got a, we got more program to go, but it just I, it, I can't sneak it sneaks up on us every time. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. Um, hey, still on the line with us, we have uh, we have Lieutenant Bill. Lieutenant Bill is the uh, Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio, so he's uh, he's joining us back. Um, Bill, last segment we were talking about um, 
the need for law enforcement to respect that uh, that laws apply. And again, uh, I believe the examples were the parking issues and, and speeding. And and listen, I'm going to clarify also for for those listening, especially as a supervisor, you get these complaints of well, the guy was speeding or the guy didn't have a super belt seatbelt on. A lot of those are very hard to figure out as a supervisor. You're tracking calls. Maybe it wasn't a call, but maybe he's following somebody suspicious. Maybe the seatbelt's not on because he's rolling through a neighborhood looking for somebody and wants to be able to jump out. So a lot of that is not, okay, the seatbelt was off. You saw him with the seatbelt off. He's guilty. A lot of that is subject to, you know, a re- tactical review, if you if you, if you would say so, with a supervisor. Absolutely. And, and uh, I know with my agency, uh, we do have a, a policy that does exempt you know, officers from uh, wearing their seatbelt, you know, when they roll up on a call or if they're doing slow neighborhood patrol, uh, things like that, so that, you know, the tactics built in, we can get out of the, you know, the, the, the rolling coffin as sometimes these vehicles can be. Right. Uh, so we don't want to get hung up on a seatbelt. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, Bill, the example we were giving and that started this was the was the, uh, the military uh, soldier down there going to college, and he noticed the parking violations. You, I don't know, maybe, maybe I help you if you need you to me uh, to help you jog the memory here. You have a story about uh, a parking violation from early on in your career too. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> there was a gentleman that was parked in the fire lane, uh, and as we know, this is illegal. That's, that's uh, correct. Well, there was a necessity for the fire department to respond, such as a fire. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, the FD rolled up and not only parked in the fire lane, but he's blocking a hydrant. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're, uh, you're so, going to go for it, just go for it. You know, yeah. Go, go big or go home. Did, yeah, did he start the fire? <laughs> well, oh. he may have. Right. We don't know. Right. <laughs> but uh, you know, the FD rolls up, and, of course, they're in this, this huge truck, and they see the, the fire hydrant there. And, uh, well, uh, big truck beats out little car, <laughs> and they start trying to push, push it out of the way. Uh, well, they only get to so far. They can't get clear of the fire hydrant. So... They bust out the windows and they run the hose through the car. <laughs> you, know, you got a big three, four inch line uh, going through the car, and of course, you know it's not watertight. No, they leak. Water spraying out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's getting into the car. Right. So this guy comes out and he's screaming and yelling. You know, what'd you do to my car? Why are we doing this? I said, Did you park there? Well, yeah. Uh, can I see your license? And uh, I grab his license and I. You know, to add insult to injury, but you know, I was a, a young buck at the time, and, and so I decided that he needed a ticket. So I scratched him out a ticket. Oh, that's not all he got. He also got to well, pay for the damage to the fire department's vehicle for having to push it out of the way. That's a ten thousand yeah. dollar bumper you just paid for. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it, there's like they say, there's all kinds of justice in the world. Yeah. Uh, Some karma is instantaneous. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, funny so, stuff. Yeah, that, that was that was way back in the day, and and you know, there's always always good times. So, <laughs> so this truck did it actually have guys that had to pump it by hand? I mean, was that long ago? No, no, Kevin. That's uh, you had the no, one no, with the up and down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they was drawn by horses, and, and, a, and you know, when you had the fire yeah. watch at night. Kevin was actually uh, the chief like of that. the bucket brigade at one point. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, it was the fire brigade. No, it was the fire department. There we go. I'm sorry. Sorry, there's a couple of different names. <laughs> Another county heard from. Yeah, that's just, you guys keep it up. Keep it. Up. I'm going to be in charge of the fire team in just a second. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, um, uh, Bill, we've uh, we've all done some shooting together, you know, and and I wanted to, I wanted to keep you here through this segment. We want, we want to talk about some co- competitive shooting. Uh, we get a, you know four or five minutes left. Competitive shooting 
it develops your gun handling speed and accuracy. Now, this is no substitute for for good tactical training. This is no substitute for the for the for the uh, the stress training for the stress fire. But 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 good marksmanship training, good you know steel target, you know paper target. You know when you're under speed and and, and you're being timed, that does give you a very little level of stress. You and I both know, uh, you know, all of us know that it's not a it's not a substitute for. Uh, a real uh, stress a stress drill, like when you're when you're under fire. But there's a couple things that I wanted to get your opinion on, and we got the guys sitting in the room here, Earl, Earl obvious instructor with Kevin as well. That um, I, I believe it's a good basis foundation. Once you get into shooting, I think the best way to go practice these skills is you could tell yourself all day long, "I'm going to go to the range twice a week. Or I'm going to go to the range every other week and practice." You're not. Something's yeah, going to uh, come up. Yep. Something's going to come up. But when you sign up into Absolutely. a steel challenge or something like that, you, you know you learn these things, and you also learn the tips from everybody else. Is the is the grip, Bill? Is the is the grip that you use when moving, shooting paper targets left and right, moving your feet, shuffling your feet? Is that any different than the grip you use in a, in an actual force on force good guy versus bad guy shooting scenario? Not if you're doing it the right way. Exactly. Not if you practice, you know everything. You know even with the, the competitive shooting, you know you're building on your basic fundamentals, your foundation, the grip of the weapon, you know the placement of your finger, you know bringing the weapon up to your eye you know, weapon on target, all these are the basic fundamentals that are going to translate to your stress shooting. And it's very important that we build on those things. Yeah, and that's exactly it. You're going to get exactly what Bill's talking about. You're going to get the uh, your marksmanship. You're learning to, you're, 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 you're slowly increasing your stress level when you're doing these competitions. And guess what? Every time you do that competition, you know what you want to do next time? Go faster. Faster, better, uh-huh. more accurate. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and you want to build your muscle memory. Yeah. That's why you want to make sure that you're doing it right, you know, the, the first time. is when we have officers come in and they're breaking in, you know, new holsters and things like that, you know, we make them draw, you know, 200 times yeah. before they're even going to fire the weapon. Oh, yeah. You want to get that, that basic muscle memory down. Yeah. And when you're doing your competitive shooting, you know, you are – you fight the way you train. Right. And if you train poorly, you're going to fight poorly. And if you train well, you're going to fight well. You know, the the, the old axiom that we've talked about before, Mike, you and I have gone over this when, when we've conducted classes. You know, the more you sweat in training, the less you bleed in combat. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you need to build on. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now, now listen, folks, this doesn't matter if it's – um. If you're doing a three-gun match, you're doing some uh, some IDPA, the International Defensive Pistol Association, you're doing Steel, t- steel Challenge, indoor, outdoor, whatever it happens to be, it's just like Bill said. And, and Earl, tell me tell me here, I mean, you did a lot of the indoor instructing there. Bill and I were kind of outdoor guys, but it's there. Indoors, now you're, you're building on that a little bit more. You're putting that surround sound in. You're, you're, you're blocking your right. light, your sights, and your limitation. That and even uh, and, and get into a training class every now and then. You know, competition is good. The clock is is a very convenient, easily attainable stress uh, factor. But get into a training class, uh, some of the ones that I help with, I'm I'm two feet behind you, yelling at you at the top of my lungs to be as, just to confuse you, just to throw you off your game, you know, give you another sensory input while you're, you know, staying on target and, you know, 
uh, precise round count, yeah. stuff like no, that. I've, I've been there. When I was talking about uh, the, the two feet behind you, they'll tell you right up front, listen, the only thing, the only two words that will make you stop shooting at this point are ceasefire. Mm-hmm. Ceasefire. Everything else you hear out of anybody else in this room, you continue to shoot. It's heckling. And they'll yeah, stand behind exactly, you. Exactly. Hey, what are you doing? Put your gun away. Hey, put your gun. Hey, you know, I told you to stop. I'm the instructor. Put your gun down. Mm-hmm. And they'll, well, what did you do? Did I say ceasefire? No. Then keep going. What are we doing? Exactly. You know? Keep going, exactly. actually. And, you know, and, and listen, folks. If you've been shooting a long time, and, and we've all done this, I know Earl's done it, Mike's done it, I've done it, Kevin, you know, no matter how competent you are with that weapon, there's nothing wrong with going back through a basics class, just sitting through it, and, and reminding yourself, what is the basics of this weapon's operation? How do I draw it properly? How do I get my magazine out of my holster? You know, you practice those things, and then you just... you. You know, we constantly train. We constantly go forth. And, you know, nothing else. Like, I like to tell my guys when right on the range, trigger time is happy time. That's it. Exactly yep. right. Yep. Exactly right. They found out you don't rise to the occasion. You default to your maximum level of training. That's it. Exactly right. Bill, thanks for joining us. Stick around today. We're going to give you the last word out of the program here. But um, uh, I want to thank everybody else that joined us. I want to thank uh, Eric Friday from Florida Carey, general counsel up there with his updates. We need to thank Mr. Craig Deleuze, actor and, uh, and, and media spokesperson <laughs> Craig Deleuze from the Flor- uh, Firearm Policy Coalition. And you can check them out at firearmpolicy.org. Um, again, uh, thank you to Lieutenant Bill for joining us. We got a, got a great week coming up. And listen, we got some advertising room coming up here. Uh, you you want to get in on the program here, and you want to hear us talk about you. You want to come on the air with us. You want to you know, hear some commercials run. Give us a call. Uh, armsroomradio.com. It's armsroomradio.com, uh, and, uh, and and we can hook you up. But uh, please, until next week, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest and your seatbelt, check your sticks, and always go home at the end of your shift. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 